Are you ready? When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. What's going on, wrestling fans? Welcome to the 10th episode of the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast brought to you by Media Junkies. Guys, can you believe we've done, well, you guys have done, uh, Mike, you've done eight, and uh, Kevin, you've done nine, and we're on episode 10. Can you believe we've made 10 so far? No, not with the effect. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, well, Mike, Mike apparently is not making 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, this is actually probably our, what, technically our 11th, because the one is in the archives, but I guess our 10th. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess that's true. That, our, that, our was a, that was a bonus show anyway. Yeah, it was a bonus show. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, so it's the 10th, the, the 10th anniversary, and Mike... Just you know, gone. It yeah. Nice. It's nice. It's nice having you. He's like. He's like. He's like. Fuck it. Oh, he's back. <laughs> so Mike apparently didn't want to be a part God of this episode. Damn. <laughs> I'm. I'm shocked we've made a ten episode. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're paying attention, unfortunately, we did not get a show out last week. Our goal is to try and get a show done every week, but because last week was the Fourth of July, we had some issues kind of getting everybody together. And instead of me just doing a show by myself where I imitated the two of these, these two, like Kevin suggested, uh, we just decided to not have a show and uh, bring everything back this week. So this is the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast brought to you by Media Junkies. My name is Jason. I'm your host. And of course, I have the historic, historian Kevin with us and also the snarkitect Mike with us today. How you guys doing? It'd be better if this app didn't keep kicking me out of the stupid podcast. I'm well, sorry. I'm doing wonderful. Well, good. I'm so, glad, man. Yeah. Do you guys have a good Fourth of July weekend? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, nothing special. Nothing special. Yeah. Mike said he had some uninvited guests at his house. Well, no, they were invited. They were unwanted. There's a difference. oh, unwanted. I got you. Okay. <laughs> Any guest you have is unwanted, though. So I guess it's a yeah. I'm I guess it's just a, so. a norm for you. <laughs> All how right. about you? How was how was your Fourth of July? Jason? Oh well, thank yeah. you for asking, Kev. It was actually pretty decent. I had to work, which sucked, but you know, you know then I got on to Fourth July. Watch some fireworks. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I had to work on the Fourth of July. Life of retail. Gotta love it. So since, much. I'm, since I'm in management now, I have no seniority. So you know, I pretty much get stuck working holidays now until I have my own store, and then I don't have to worry about it. Sucks. Yeah, 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 definitely sucked. So, uh, again, this is the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. If you listened to the show before, uh, you know we kind of break this up a little bit. We we're gonna have a, we're gonna do it a little bit differently though. Going, I think going forward. So instead of kind of doing the uh, you know we had the uh, hot gimmicks and then we also had the hot storylines, which honestly kind of could be construed the same way. We're just Current gimmicks, good, bad, and ugly. So we're kind of going to get that in a little bit. But uh, you can follow the show on social media. We have a Twitter account, which is at LiveYourGimmick. You can also follow anything Media Junkie does at Media Junkie Vids. And we have an Instagram account that's the exact same thing. So if you want to find out what's going on with our show, if you want to interact with us, tweet at us. If you want to give us some feedback, uh, hit us up at that at Live Your Gimmick. Also, if you have Apple Podcasts, give us a nice five-star review. Leave us some feedback on the comment section. Let us know how we're doing, anything that we can improve on. Uh, we've gotten some feedback on from different people on the show. You know, we, we got some feedback that Mike sounded like he was in a, uh, a McDonald's drive through But since then, that seems like it's it's gone away. So we're sounding a little bit better. We got a little feedback that we need to talk a little bit more New Japan and ROH. But I'll be honest with you, I don't have time for that shit. Yeah, so we're probably not yeah. going to. We, we barely have, have time watching Raw and SmackDown. Right. Our main <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I watch them on YouTube with whatever WWE posts. So <laughs> I definitely don't have time for every other indie show out there. Definitely, definitely. All right, so we're going to run through some some of our hot takes. We're going to hit you up with the current gimmicks, and then we're going to give out our Match of the Week and Tweet of the Week award, which is really going to be kind of like the tweet of last week because I really haven't seen anything that stood out to me other than some of the stuff Kevin Owens has done the last couple of days. But uh, getting uh, getting it kicked off, let's hit up the hot takes. So 
My first hot take, and this is something I put on last week, and uh, I, I think it kind of applies now because we even have a little bit more that we can add into it. But my opinion of the Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff move to have them be the executive directors of Raw and SmackDown is that this is the start of Vince McMahon's taking a step back. What do you guys think about that? I don't know about that as much as Vince just realizing that maybe he doesn't know best since ratings have been going down and there aren't as many asses in seats. Yeah. I just, I think he's always going to have it's Everything's always going to still go through him. He's getting older and he's starting a football company. That's going to take a lot of his attention. I feel like there's going to reach a point to where he can't do it all. Like he's got to put, the onus on other people. That's why I think he went with two guys that have done it before. I mean, you got Paul Heyman who ran a company. You have Eric Bischoff who ran a company very successfully for a short period of time. So I feel like this is the <laughs> for eighty three weeks. Eighty three <laughs> weeks. I just want to point out that hey, that's that's you know over a year. Yeah, that's a yeah, good it is over a year. And honestly, in a lot of a lot of the demise of WCW might not quite have been on Eric Bischoff as much as it was on, you know, Turner being sold out to Warner Media Co- or to Time Warner or no, wait, no, Time yeah, Warner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was AOL, no, yeah, yeah. AOL. It was the merger. Yeah. So the AOL Time Warner maybe making him make some changes to something that wasn't broken. So, you know, that, and not to say that it wouldn't have failed anyway because they really didn't do a great job of developing under you know stars underneath their top guys but at the same time you know eric bischoff did do it successfully he has had some creative ideas and i think we're starting to really see those ideas start to come out maybe not as much on raw more on smackdown but what have you guys been seeing on the shows that you've liked recently i mean we can just you know address fucking cm punk 2.0 if we really want (laughs) to go all out (laughs) Yeah, I, and I agree with that. I mean, Kevin Owens on SmackDown was just awesome this past week. I mean, he really did kind of have that pump. I, I texted you guys that uh, that uh, Kevin Owens just laid a pipe bomb on SmackDown Live. What about you, Kev? Yeah, I mean, that, that stood out to me. I think, um, I mean, with a bang, I mean, the Lashley and Strowman match from, what was it, two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Um, whether... You know the the pyro was probably a little over the top, um, but I thought I still thought it was a pretty cool concept. How they they did the wide camera angle shot and Corey Graves did the holy shit. You know yeah. whether whether he was you know allowed to do that or not, or maybe he actually did slip up and maybe they didn't know what was going to happen. That was like a real reaction, which is my hope is that they maybe didn't tell him what was going to happen. They had a real reaction to it. So that kind of you know that right there is like oh well. There's Paul Heyman, you know, boom. Um, Kofi Kingston giving the middle finger. You yeah. Know, this Samoa Joe, so. How about that? Now, tell me tell me if you guys felt this way. I thought that looked awkward as fuck. Like, yeah, Kofi it Kingston did. Kofi Kingston flipping off Samoa Joe looked really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Amon. <laughs> wow. Oh, sorry. And the Corey Graves thing, <laughs> the Corey Graves holy shit, my only issue with it is it was really delayed yeah. for it to be an immediate reaction. Mm-hmm. It, because yeah. it came way after the fact. It was very much like someone was like, say it, damn it, say it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and that's what I was hoping not. It would not be like, like I said, you know, Mike, you've talked about like how JR likes to not know things because he mm-hmm. likes real reaction. You know, that's what my hope was maybe, oh, did he really say that? But yeah, now that you say that, and I didn't really realize that, the kind of delay of it is like, yeah, that was probably scripted. And hey, Corey, you're supposed to say, holy shit, you know. And and, and again, I, I don't think it was necessarily scripted. And I don't think they necessarily knew it was going to happen before it did. I think it was just kind of one of those things where they were all speechless. And I think somebody might have fed them the line oh, saying, yeah. hey, yeah. say this. Can, or, can, you know I what I mean? That, yeah. Yeah. Just say, like, hey, you know, throw throw this out there to add a little extra to it. I also, in that, in that situation, too, I kind of like how they, they kept it. You know, with the injury angle and talking about how, you 
know, a, a couple of days ago, we were hearing that Strowman had like some sort of medical issue and he was going to be taking some time off. But now all of a sudden they're having this match. Yeah. And I think we lost Mike again. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I, I mean, if we can honestly, we can keep talking that. Yeah. I like how they they even they even talked it up on SmackDown. Yeah. And how right. it was kind of a serious issue. So that me knew it was a work, obviously, but. But again, they got that kayfabe 2.0, right? I mean, yeah. they're, they're they're trying to keep with the storyline. You're not hearing a lot come out about it. Like, in fact, the stuff that was actually reported in the in the media, like the dirt sheet and stuff like that, is like, oh, Strowman seriously hurt. He's taking time off, and now here he is, uh, going to have the match at Extreme Rules. So. Yeah, I, I guess my only problem, like I said, I don't think the pyro thing was probably a little over the top. Like maybe have like one explosion or something as it happens, and maybe one more little one or something. But like. It was kind of cool how, like, the lights were out, and they were out, like, for a little while, so they got back up and running, so. My favorite part about that, though, was the the cameramen that tried to follow them in and then had to, like, back away because the pyro kept going off, and they yeah. like, got, like, really freaked out about Yeah, and, it. And, that, and that's why, like, <laughs> how they did the wide shots, because it's like, okay, we can't have any cameramen, you know, because it's too dangerous, we don't know what's going on, so let's get a wide shot, and I thought that was kind of cool. Definitely, Mike. You back with us? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> All right. So, what do you guys think about this giving WWE the creative structure it's been lacking? Having two people in charge of the show that are not Vince McMahon that report to him, but having them in charge of the show does that that maybe kind of even the playing field and make it so? make it so they're going to have that structure that they haven't had before. So maybe the writers might not be as stressed out and thing, things like that. Yeah, definitely. I think so. I mean, like I said, even, even Vince is always going to have his finger on everything. I mean, it's his company, it's his money, you know what I mean? But, uh, I think I, 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 as far as taking a step back, he probably will more and more, probably not right away, but, uh, but, that, you know, definitely, hey, if you're going to put these guys in charge, you know, let's give them 75%, 90% of the range, you know? Yeah, and I, I could totally see that. And I don't think, like, when I say that, when I say that I think that equals him taking a step back, I don't think it's going to be immediate. I think right. it's going to be a gradual thing. Right. You know, you have Triple H who's running NXT. And I, I know you brought up how, you, how he might have felt about this whole thing. Now, did you see the tweet that he put out? No, I did not. Okay, and I put a note on here to look it up before the show, and I totally didn't. But he actually said, like, you know, that uh, he welcomed both Heyman and Eric Bischoff, and said that uh, they couldn't have picked two better guys to 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 put in these positions. Like, basically, put them over, toe the company line. So whether he really feels that way or not, you, you never really know. Because I, I find it curious too that you know Stephanie is not really a part of this either. No. So it seems like creatively. <laughs> The, the McMahon family in a way is almost taking a step back outside of Vince. And then you have Heyman and Heyman and Bischoff running the shows and they kind of report to him. And then really Stephanie, Stephanie and Shane are just on screen characters, I guess, whenever they're around. Yeah. And I, and I was thinking about that too, because I had mentioned that, you know, but like I was thinking, well, Trey White's probably thinking, well, it's going to be him and Steph's company. Someday, yeah. Eventually. You know what I mean, so so maybe that's maybe that's why he doesn't have as much of a problem with like okay, well they're just in these roles. It's not like they're taking over the company. So And he's still got a shit ton on his plate. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that documentary from just like WrestleMania weekend. It's insane. Like, yeah. It makes you it makes you tired watching it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it really does. It yeah. really does. Like you, you, sit, want- you sit there and you're like, you know, think like, God, you know, I got this, I do that, and then you're like fuck that ain't nothing <laughs> you know what i mean like, yeah com- compared to what he does on a day-to-day basis it's it's not even close but he, he does say something great in it it's like you know and it's a good model for anybody to live by is you know whatever moment you're in live in that moment like if you're hanging out with your kids hang out with your kids if you're at work do your work if you're you know you know what i mean so yeah that yeah. stood out to me too it really did I mean, especially, you know, like you having kids, you, you, you kind of tend to take that for granted sometimes. 
So it's like when you're when you're in those moments, like you got to be in those moments because if you're thinking of something else, then you're not doing yourself or the people you're around any favors. Yeah, like if you got a problem going on at home, but you're at work, well, focus on your work and focus on that later or something. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, definitely, Mike. Yeah, anything to say about the topic? Oh, I mean, not really because I don't have kids. So, but I, I do. Okay. No, I'm not. <laughs> what was that? Say that one more time. The whole what? Live in the moment thing. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. What do you think I said? I, I, you're, you kind of went McDonald's drive through for a second, oh. second here. Yeah. Oh uh, no, I, I'm playing with my phone to make sure it doesn't fall asleep because I think that's what the problem is. I think the new update uh, made it so if your phone times out, you get kicked. Yeah, yeah. So just turn your display settings off. <laughs> I'm afraid because then it will kick me for being outside of the app. <laughs> All right, so before we move on to the next segment of the show, Kevin is our historian, and I prepared a couple questions for him because I don't think Mike has. Nope. (laughs) Both of them are WrestleMania questions. I'll give you one now and one later. I think the other one might be a little tough. This one, eh, maybe not so much. Um, So, which Mania did not have any title changes at all? Ooh. Man, because the first nine, ten had them, eleven had them, uh, twelve did, thirteen did, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen did, seventeen did, eighteen, nineteen did. Wow. Just listen to him go through the. <laughs> he rat he rattled off those first nineteen like pretty easily. Like, yeah, they all did. All right, what we got next? Yeah, 20, 21 did. Twenty one did. I'm trying to think of. No, twenty two did because Mysterio won the world title. Yeah, three did. Twenty four did. Twenty five. Twenty five did. Christina won the world title. Let me see. I'm gonna say WrestleMania twenty seven. Wow. <laughs> that is ridiculous. The, the the process to get to that was pretty incredible. Nice job. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, I'm just trying. Yeah, because I'm like, it, it's not one of those things I could just, oh, yeah, yeah I'm just trying. It, you got to go through and think. Because and, not, not every main event had a title change. Right. And I started thinking, like, you, you know, I started WrestleMania 1. The main event wasn't even a title match. But I'm thinking, okay, well, the tag title switch hands. And, yeah. So. <laughs> Well, yeah, it was good. All right. So moving on. So we're going to start this new new segment. It's called Current Gimmicks, Good, Bad, and Ugly. So I got a few different ones in here, and I got my takes on them, but I want to hear yours. So the first gimmick is the Firefly Funhouse character still showing up on Raw and SmackDown. I think it's good, but I'm going to start reaching the point soon where I'm going to just it's without having the show, which was so entertaining, just the character showing up in the backgrounds is okay. But without having Bray actually show up, it's going to start to run its course here pretty soon. I a hundred percent agree. Like firefly hunt fun house was great when you saw Bray and it had like something entertaining. And then like the first couple times it was like, Oh look, there's, there's yeah, sister Abigail. And Oh look, there's, there's mercy. And now it's just like, okay, when's, when's Bray showing up? Like, if he doesn't show up next week after uh, Extreme Rules, it's going to be getting pretty uh, pretty boring pretty quick for that uh, gimmick. Yeah, I agree. It's it's like it, it took off, and it's, man, what's next? Oh, that, did you see this show? Did you see that show? And now it's just like puppets showing up, which is, which is intriguing for, you know, at first or whatever. But, yeah, now it's like, Okay, are they building something, or is it just gonna what? Yeah, it's like now, yeah, it's gonna get pretty boring pretty quick. Right. Yeah, I've already started to kind of fade a little bit. Like this is still good for me because Firefly Funhouse was so awesome, but this could quickly go from bad to ugly and really snap of a finger. So I, I, I can, 
I'm really hoping that we we see Bray at Elimination Chamber or we see something else that kind of piques that interest and gets us excited. Or I I said it too because you almost messed it. You almost messed it up and it made me start thinking of it. Uh, <laughs> I hope we see Bray at Extreme Rules because that's gonna. I think that would be the best payoff for this because if it goes any further past that and we're not seeing him yet, it's gonna be really hard. Now, who do you think he shows up against or? Oh man, I. (laughs) I mean, could it be something to do? I mean, we've seen him in the background. What the Miz, Kofi? Yeah. Who else? I I mean, he he was in the back. They they had characters in the background for Bailey, so I don't know if it's necessarily any. If that's that's kind of indication, there's probably nothing like telling you who it's going to be. More so, just like random, like opportunistic times. Yeah, it could also be wandering around, just fucking showing up on his own, being like, "I'm gonna, you know, insert myself into TV." <laughs> right. What are you saying, Kev? No, nothing. I'm good. All right. <laughs> I was gonna say he's gonna show up and give Bailey the sister Abigail. Yeah, <laughs> start, like, start doing those those intergender matches on yeah. WWE. Yeah. I like how like ashamed you sound when you like whispered that. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that would be horrible, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, so I also have that's why I, that's why I said I was like, no, nothing. No, well. <laughs> So the other current gimmick that I, I have classified as good, just because I think it's kind of gotten a little bit better since they went through the stage and they're still having their match at Extreme Rules, is the Lashley Strowman uh, gimmick they got going on. Uh, now, I think it's been good, but I, I'm curious to see if you guys feel the same way. Eh. I mean, it's, I mean it's, <laughs> some of the things that tug of wars and arm wrestling like that, I'm not. Like huge fans of that. Like obviously going through the LED board and stuff that was cool and everything. But yeah. But since then the follow up's been kinda like Mike said, yeah. So, all right. I'm kinda so, ready for I'm kinda ready for them to be done with each other. So all right. so good for me and what did you say, bad for the two of you? Yeah. Yeah, badish. Badish. Okay. <laughs> so bad and a badish. Got it. <laughs> All right. And then the 24-7 championship has had some fun with uh, Drake Maverick Honeymoon, and he and his uh, new bride, who is totally way too hot for him, uh, out and about at Raws and SmackDowns, and then going to uh, – I thought the funniest thing was they, they did their honeymoon in Orlando, but apparently they live there. So she apparently <laughs> – and, and she apparently – I don't know if she's blindfolded the entire time, but they start the video off, and she asks him, where are we? And he says, we're in Orlando at Universal Studios. And she's like, but we live in Orlando. Like, how do you not know where you are? Do you not get out of the plane on the, at the airport or, you know, see where you're flying to or check out your ticket? Like, I just, I don't know. I don't get it. But I, I still think the 24-7 championship has been good. What, what say you guys? Uh, was it, I don't think it was this, it might have been Raw two weeks ago where, um, they were was it Drake and his wife were sitting ringside, and uh, our truth was like laying down yes. on the on, <laughs> on the guardrail, and he's about and he's <laughs> was our truth was the champion at the time, right? Yeah, he like he had the he belt on. To, he like stretched out on the yeah. Guardrail. He was about to try to, and she looked at him. I thought that was kind of funny, but yeah. I think like we were talking off air beforehand. It's been a little cooled off, which is not a bad thing because you know. Yeah, you know, I don't think it's horrible. I don't. Th- I I th- I don't know if it's necessarily cooled off, but I don't think as many people have cared now that's not our truth. I think truth has just been so entertaining with it that Maverick is just like nobody is like really, nobody's really going out of their way to go find the videos of him and his his wife on their honeymoon. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like they were with with truth. So maybe the title just needs to go back to truth, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right this this segment seems like it's working out really good <laughs> all right so didn't you say you're like oh i'm gonna change the names of these and like instead of 
gimmick? What would you say? What were they called before? Current? It was it was hot gimmicks and hot matches or yeah. hot uh, stories. Yeah, and so, so then I was just hot takes and current gimmicks. <laughs> yeah, hot, hot, hot takes is a completely different different segment though. Oh. Yeah, okay. hot hot takes is more like where we have an opinion. Oh, you're right. I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm delusionally tired right now. So it's all good. Yeah, it seems like you guys are somewhat out of it today. So I'm yeah. glad everybody everybody listening can can tune out anytime they want to now. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe that should be my gimmick because I'm just the tired one. The tired one. <laughs> <laughs> the tired historian. Yeah. <laughs> so at that point, you're right. just an old man. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, that's that's accurate as as can be. All right, so uh, we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll kind of soldier through these last couple. Uh, another one that's been been bad for me, but has the potential to be really good, has been the uh, the Alistair Black uh, waiting for somebody to knock on his door thing, which you know we've we've poked fun at in past episodes. But his door was finally knocked at, and we finally know who the one who knocks is, and it's Cesaro. So now my interest is peaked. So I'm hoping with their match at Extreme Rules that it leads to a really good payoff because I think the two of them can have a freaking amazing match. Yeah, and they both need to win badly, but I think whoever does lose won't hurt them. So that's kind of my, my opinion on that. I'm kind of indifferent just because, like – Nothing against Cesaro. He's he's fantastic in the ring. But I I just I, I just feel like all this anticipation and it's just it like, was oh, kind of a disappointment, yeah. It's a Cesaro and it's like, oh cool. It's totally hoping yeah. to be like maybe someone new or like even if they just brought up someone from NXT, someone that we don't like we haven't seen on TV in a long time or like at all for that matter, like just something, but like Cesaro was on TV for what a solid couple years with Sheamus as when with their tag team title runs and stuff. And I, I feel like there probably could have been better options out there of who could have been knocking on the door. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I do agree. Okay, all right. Yeah, so we all was, we all kind of think this has been bad then. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be it can be an intriguing match, but not with the way this like. Mike's like kind of way the story's been built up. Like that's kind of a disappointment that it's Cesaro. Not a disappointment that we know they can have a good match, but oh yeah, the match is gonna be incredible. But like story wise, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Will you care if Cesaro comes to the ring wearing a Heisenberg hat, since he's the one who knocks? (laughs) If he comes out and he's got the glasses and the fucking hat, and he, he has like a little like windbreaker on. I'm in. Okay. Buckle right. me up. Right, Let's do this. <laughs> Cesaro's been known to change his attire from time to time and style it after characters. So yeah. I, I tried to give Alistair Black racing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tries to plant a bomb in his wheel in his, uh, in a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So and then and then, and then... <laughs> no 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 go with you might as well go with it now yeah and then some and then something happens and then Cesaro drives out to the middle of nowhere and you know only certain people can get in and get out and now we gotta try to find Cesaro kind of in uh, I'm trying to think what else I'm trying to think, I'm just trying to think stuff from the show that, oh. that, that he can do was he gonna just, drive a Winnebago over to the fucking Hardy compound and like try to cook some meth with yeah, with yeah. Senor Benjamin that's great <laughs> <laughs> alright so another one that I classified as, as bad has uh, honestly been the return of the club it's been a little underwhelming to me and only because I feel like they need to become more of a force like right now, they're just kind of after Ricochet and the U.S. Championship. I I just feel like if they're going to be a faction like that, they just need to be more dominant, and they're just they start beating the shit out of everybody, not just Ricochet. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, it could lead to that. Yeah, you got to smart. You got to start small. You can't just automatically become the NWO and run around beating the fuck up anyone important. And right now, both champions are tied up with storylines, so they can't just interrupt that to be like, we're the club and we do what we want. As entertaining as that'd be, that's not really an option. Yeah, I thought the last... 
I, I keep getting the Raws mixed up. With the Raw where they did the good beat down of Ricochet, and I think Ricochet looked very sympathetic in it. So, oh, yeah. 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 You know, starting small, I think it could lead to something big, though. Then again, it could also just, you know, be a flash in the pan as them trying to get uh, Gallows and Anderson to resign contracts since now they're back to uh, having five year deals. Yeah. So what if they go all in and they add a fourth member? Um, if that fourth member isn't Finn Balor, I'm going to be real fucking disappointed. Yeah. It's going to be the giant. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, you said all in, so it's going to be Cody Rhodes. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's six. <laughs> Who's the fourth man? Yeah. And then Gall- Gall- Gallows Lawn Darts. Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's the, they need to lawn dart fucking Ricochet at Extreme Rules. Oh yeah, that was yeah, sweet. There you go. He's I mean, Ricochet's a perfect guy too. And speaking of like we'll get into like kind of match of the week, but I think every match that Ricochet has been in in the last two months could potentially be match of the week. I mean he's he's just been incredible in ring with everybody he's been in. His matches with Cesaro, they had a series of matches a few weeks back that were just incredible. I mean, we talked a little bit about him before, but man, that guy's just been on fire. So I, I'm excited to see a match. I mean, AJ and Shinsuke, or AJ, oh, I'm looking at something, but AJ and uh, Ricochet at uh, Extreme Rules, I think it's going to be phenomenal. No pun intended. No pun intended. <laughs> All the pun intended. All right. So uh, we'll, we'll try to get. Uh, He's been waiting two weeks to say that, right? Yeah, right. He had, he had that I shit know, planned. I, I, I've been, I've been, ch- I've been chopping at the bit. He was like, "God damn it, they don't want to fucking play on the podcast for this week, and I can't use the phenomenal line." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. So we'll get through the match of the week and the tweet of the week real quick, then we'll kind of close this out. Uh, but before we get to the match of the week, Kevin, I have one more question for you. Okay. All right. So there have been five men who have won both the opener and the main event at WrestleMania throughout history. So they've won in an opening match and also won in the main event. Who are those five men? Jesus Christ. Right? <laughs> I thought this would be hard. <laughs> it's a good thing I didn't look anything up because my shit would not be this elaborate. <laughs> oh, five men in one opener and the main event. Jesus. Um, huh. Well, I might have to think about this for a second. I'm not Googling anything. Yeah, that's why I, I hear your phone no, unlocking. No, I'm not. Well, the problem is if he if he does Google, he'll have to close the app, which would make him disconnect. So we'll, we'll know. We'll know real quick. He goes, <laughs> yeah. he goes silent, needs re-added. All right, you and, guys, yeah, I swear on my kids, I will not, and I don't ever swear on my kids for anything. We'll, so we'll just not. we'll just we'll just talk amongst ourselves while we're waiting. And you yeah. know he you know he's not googling it either because he's in his car recording it, so he doesn't have a uh, he doesn't have another device in there with him. <laughs> yeah, sure. kind of bitch car is that? <laughs> Oh man! So, uh, what have you, Mike? I'll get while he's thinking of that. I want to get your, <laughs> I want to get your opinions on uh, on uh, you, the if you think the have you have you noticed that uh, people have kind of gone after Seth and Becky about their chemistry on camera? Yeah, I've noticed that. Like, what is fucking Twitter's problem with with Seth and Becky all of a sudden? Like. Is this is are we really? I mean, don't be wrong. I'm not happy that they're using this as a story line either. But like, I don't give that much of a shit to cry about on Twitter, right? <laughs> I just think that it, it, and I've noticed it a little bit. I think their promos just come across a little forced in a way, maybe a little corny, like almost like they're trying too hard. Oh yeah, hundred percent makes sense. Like even even if you watch like some of the like interviews they've done, like there was one interview on the uh, red carpet where it, it's so funny because you can tell there's a huge difference between the between them when it comes to the business. Becky has her belt with her. Seth doesn't. And they're being right. interviewed, and they're talking about, like, oh, yeah, after this, we have to go to a live show. And Becky's like, yeah, we wouldn't have it any other way. That's exactly what we want. And he's like, is it? And she's like, <laughs> yeah, we're fighting champions. We're going to defend it no matter what. And you could just see the look on his face. He's like, bitch, I want some time off. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you can tell that they, they definitely have like a huge like difference in like, yeah, they both love the business, but Becky's like at like a 32 and Seth's at like a nine. Yeah. And it was kind of funny too when, when he said something, uh, she made a comment about sleeping with the championship belt on and he was like, and he said something like, yeah, and it's becoming a real problem or something. <laughs> he should have, he, he should have like, instead of that line, he should have gone with something like, like, oh, at least it's not, at least she doesn't have two of them on now or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. <laughs> or it was worse when there was two of them or something. <laughs> So I feel like they've had some potential there. Yeah. All right, Kev, let, let, let's check in with you. How are you doing with this? I think I have three so far. Shawn Michaels. Ooh. <laughs> no, how? He won He won the opening match at WrestleMania 8, and then he won the main event at WrestleMania 12. Oh, you're right. Hold on. But that's the, my, on my thing. He wasn't one of the names that were on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jeez. holy shit. My fault. I read it wrong. Shawn oh, Michaels my God. <laughs> I, I should just win the question for that right there. All right, well, so you, got off, you, you, you had like a five minute time to think about this, so I don't. I think you're pretty even here. We have right, grandpa right, who yeah, can't remember, and you're taking forever. So grandpa can't remember. Yeah, my my fault. I I I kind of like because it was right before the show started, so I skimmed the question. That was the only one I messed up on because I John, saw John Cena. Before. John Cena is another one. Okay, Cena is one. You got it. So you got uh, Michaels and Cena. Miz. You got Miz. All right. All right, I got those three so far. All right. Carry on. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to think of anything else I can come up with uh, for filler. So, I mean, we could just keep talking about the fact that. Daniel Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Okay. That was me in 30. Keep talking about the fact that what? That uh, Twitter hates Becky and, and Seth for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Becky, I I feel like anytime you put your Roman Reigns. Because he won the six-man tag with the Shield one year, and then he's won a main event before. Yeah, so this must be a little old because you're totally right. But the uh, the person that they mentioned was not Roman Reigns Okay, as the answer to the question. I bet I know who that is then. I'm just trying to think of opening matches. I mean, you're along the, uh, you're. I, I, mean, I guess I can give you a little hint. You're along the the right lines. I mean, you have the right oh, opening Seth match. Rollins. Yeah. To <laughs> <laughs> so say you have the right opening match, you just have the yeah. wrong shield character. Yeah. But you're right. I, so you could add Roman to that list too. So this might have been before Roman won his main event. Well, see, I don't know how because oh yeah, because well, technically yeah, technically Rollins was in that match too. Yeah. But then, but then Rollins won, you know, the first match this year. And then he won the main event when he cashed in on Brock. Right. So. Definitely. All right. Cool. Well, there we go. Hey, that, hey, that, that, that was a tough question. So. Well, thank you. I'm glad I was able to find it. I'm sorry. I kind of fucked up the Shawn Michaels part. <laughs> no, cause, yeah. Cause Michael, no, because Michaels actually won WrestleMania 7 with as the Rockers. He opened WrestleMania 7, 8, 9. And nine, he didn't win because he lost it to Tonka by disqualification. But yeah, he opened seven, eight, nine. They yeah. won seven. So, I was, anyway. Russell, I don't know why, but WrestleMania nine always has like a, a soft spot in my heart. Like people shit on that show. I absolutely love that show. That was one of my favorite WrestleManias. Really, growing WrestleMania up nine? as a kid. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe because I I had the tape. And I watched it a ton because it was like one of the only WrestleMania tapes that I had. Oh, but man. I, well, you know, I, I, I can't. I people shit on WrestleMania four, and I'm the same way with that because that that's probably like one of my favorite WrestleManias. But people say it is one of the worst just because how how long and boring it was because of the tournament and everything. Yeah. So I, I can understand that. I guess I can respect that. I guess I just I just like the the fact that it was it took place outside and it was during the day, <laughs> so it was like really brightly lit and. You know, there was just there's some cool things that happened in the show. You know, I was a big Hulk Hogan mark, so the fact that he Hogan was in two matches for that and he won the title at the end was was big for me. So, yeah, I don't know. I've always loved WrestleMania Nine. Hogan must pose. Hogan must pose. 
All right. So since Kevin got that answer right, we're going to give big props to him for being our historian and, and knowing a ton of useless information about WrestleMania. So great job, Kev. So let's move on real quick. We'll just uh, we'll, we'll go over what we felt were the matches of the weeks, which uh, really I think the, the three of us should probably all come up with our own. I know I have one, and Kevin, you mentioned one. Um, so, Mike, you should start getting on that shit. So uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to give my match of the week. Actually, Mike gets on and he's like, so, Mike, you caught up on SmackDown Raw? He's like, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Watching it on YouTube now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Five minutes before so, the show. <laughs> my match of the week is going to go back two weeks, and it's actually going to be from Fighter Fest, the AEW event that happened. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to watch it, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega versus the Lucha Brothers and the Laredo Kid was a phenomenal match, uh, a high spot match, but it was a lot of fun, a lot of back and forth. Uh, they had some, uh, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega had some pretty interesting gear coming out just as Street Fighter characters. And uh, just overall, real fun match to watch. So if you get, if you get a chance, go go back and watch it. Uh, Kevin, I know you you had your match of the week from this week. What uh, what do you think? Um, I voted for Finn Balor and Shinsuke Nakamura. I thought it was, it was kind of an unexpected one. It, it was nice because just kind of saw Shinsuke's character kind of um, – Go to a little, I mean, to the dark side that we were all been hoping for with him since he's turned heel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it was only like what nine minute match, but I thought it was uh high intensity and more than anything. And I've talked on here before how I hate uh champions losing non title matches, but this one I'm fine with because it's kind of reestablishing Nakamura. But hopefully, they uh get some more out of it. They, they both work really well together, so. I yeah, Nakamura came across very vicious, and just you could really see that strong style come yeah. come to fruition. I think that's the first time, really, since he's been in WWE. I mean, take away what he's done, what he did in NXT, that he really had a very brutal style. Like everything after that German suplex where he slid out of the ring was yeah, yeah. like that was just the turning point of the match. Everything was just brutal after that. Yeah, the Kinshasa, the multiple Kinshasa, you know, yeah. the one outside was uh, very sweet. But yeah, it just uh, I didn't get to watch it like live. I kind of was reading about everything, and I was like, oh shit! So I went back and watched it, and like I said, only nine minute match, but uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, definitely. What, what about you, yeah. Mike? Yeah, anyone? Any match you want to contribute? Uh no, fuck you. Uh, oh, we it, lost them again. Yeah, Shit. No, I he's I was, gone. I thought I was in person. I was in person. Sorry, Mike, if you listen back to this. Oh my god, that's funny. I had no idea he disconnected. That I, I, was the funniest I thing. I was waiting for it. I I didn't want to like mention it because I know <laughs> we keep mentioning like him uh, mowing off. Yeah, but that's why I was like. Oh, there he is. Man, this show has just been a complete dumpster fire. (laughs) Pretty much. All right. Well, hey, did you have a match of the week or no? Um, I mean, mine was going to be, I'm assuming it's probably the same as Kevin's. It's uh, the Shinsuke Finn Balor match. Why you've been gone for that long? Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, I was—I I literally dropped. He didn't. He didn't. Mike, Mike, he didn't realize. He didn't realize you were gone. I, I, so he's like, so, like, and so, usually they add me back quicker than this. It's been a good minute or two. So, Mike, so he, so I'm just gonna say because I don't want like nothing behind your back or anything. So he's like, so Mike, what, what about you? And then he didn't realize you were gone. So I went. Uh, I don't know. Fuck you, Jason. <laughs> 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 oh my god oh, fantastic that is oh. perfect in every way he's, he's like oh Mike's, Mike's not even here <laughs> yeah alright so <laughs> I'm just so I'm just I was just so into your, your you talking about why Shinsuke and Balor was the uh, the best match of the week so yeah, sure alright but you quit. you agree with Kevin though that oh, was yeah. the match of the week for you oh, alright fantastic match and I, I can't wait to see more of it yeah, definitely. Especially that Shinsuke. I want to see a lot more of that Shinsuke. Yeah. yeah. Hey, real quick, before I move on, because we're going to go to the tweet of the week, which, honestly, I don't really even have one for it. Um, you know, Like I said, Kevin Owens has had some some pretty good stuff. I thought Bray Wyatt's tweet a couple weeks ago to The Rock was one of the – it made me, like, laugh out loud. 
And then, uh, Mike, you had your uh, you you pointed out that um, when uh, WWE announced that um, Maria Kanellis was actually really pregnant, and Becky Lynch tweeted, "You're welcome." Yeah, (laughs) that one was pretty funny. Uh, If you miss Bray's tweet to The Rock, uh, man, I think he said something like, uh, "I I, I'd have to go back and find it now." Something about like you you fucking exploited my love of pizza pockets or something like that yeah yeah because that was from like wrestlemania didn't he say something about how he liked hot pockets or something yeah or pizza rolls or something and he's like but with the power of of the muscle man dance dance (laughs) and and something else i've recovered and and also jumanji was fire yeah right (laughs) yeah i wanted to know i forgive you for the exploiting my love for frozen pizza pockets and for the world's largest wrestling crowd uh through therapy and the and the muscle man dance uh, a trademark (laughs) pending (laughs) i I am better now p.s jumanji was fire that was pretty (laughs) that one still makes me laugh I thought uh, Rusev when he said wild uh, when he uh, said wild card rules we get Hulk Hogan on Monday and Hollywood Hogan on yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, I love it. That was good too. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. So no, I guess no clear cut winner for tweet of the week this week. Just some 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 that made us laugh. New new profile pick of the week goes to Kevin Owens though. Oh, without a doubt. Yes. <laughs> and the fact that he changed like what his name shows up as to the worst, yeah, the, worst the worst in the world. In the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kevin Owens, I think it was today, he was like, somebody tweeted to him, best in the world, and he replied back, like, like I don't want to be called that, because I'm completely different from anybody that's ever called themselves that. I, I want to be known as the worst of the world. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd never be delusional enough to call myself best in the world. In fact, you can officially call me worst in the world, because I'm drastically different than anyone that's ever called themselves best in the world, especially Shane, and I'm very proud of that. <laughs> He's, so. gonna sell, he's gonna sell him so many t-shirts with that probably. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have the worst in the world t-shirts coming pretty soon, for sure. So I uh I text Rob earlier and uh told him that in two K he needs to make uh Kevin Owens a new attire where it's uh punks like trunks and boots, but it's red and white with uh maple leaps and snow stars. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine Kevin Owens in trunks? Oh man, it'd be real rough. <laughs> oh yeah. man, I, I, I like I can't even. I, I don't even want to picture that. <laughs> All right, on that note, let's close the show out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's paint you that visual picture and yeah. uh, leave you with it. <laughs> yeah, You're great tenth episode. Yeah. All right. Well, we didn't exactly bring the fire today, but uh, hopefully (laughs) some of you are still listening to the end of this. And I want to thank you for listening to the Gimmick Mint Wrestling Podcast. This has been our 10th episode, and uh, we are definitely available for any feedback you have at Live Your Gimmick on Twitter, also Instagram. You can also catch anything that Media Junkies is doing right now at Media Junkie Vids. I'm actually excited to announce that Media Junkies is going to have another project. It's actually kind of the original thing that got us started. Uh, We're actually going to be reviving the Fanboy Fight Club podcast, and uh, Michael and I are both a part of that, and I'm really excited about it. I don't know about you. Uh, We'll see. <laughs> hey man, we're we're having a conversation about it and everything now. Like this is happening. Yeah, we've, we've, we've been topics. saying this for like two years, and uh, we'll see. It's happening. Stay tuned. <laughs> Media junkies will be bringing to you the Fanboy Fight Club podcast. Mark my words. Along <laughs> with the Rogue Agents podcast and the Gimmick Minute Wrestling podcast, and pretty much everything on the YouTube account, like. Uh, what, what's your what's your channel called? Modern Toy Fair. Modern Toy Fair. I wish you would have stuck with the creepy Uncle Mike's toy chest, but yeah. uh, Modern Toy Fair, I guess, well, is okay too. You know, we at one point we killed very brutally Fanboy Fight Club, and that was a part of that. So I felt like we needed to have something different. And also, okay. I feel like uh, creepy Uncle Mike's toy chest probably would not go over very well, um, and and would get a very different crowd than what I want. I just like it because I came up with a name. Yeah. <laughs> did Jake ever start his trailer trash thing? Oh no, he never. He never did anything. No, he never did that. Yeah. The segment that was on Fanboy Fight Club, he never did anything with it. 
Jake is like the redheaded stepchild of Fanboy Fight Club. Like he he like wants to be a part of it, but he doesn't. He's just like always on the outside. It seems. Yeah, I mean, I can't blame him if we're gonna sit there and talk about it in the uh, group chat with him there. I would want to be included too. <laughs> he was in the group chat. I tried That's to. I'm saying, I'm asked... saying if he was in the group chat, I can't blame him for wanting to be involved and not being like, oh no, I'm good, bro. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I mean. If he didn't want to, he could always be like, I don't want to. And then he could be out of the group chat and not be a part of it. I mean, I think he still wants to be in our group chat, though, because we still all talk. And him and Wes are like, well, right. But we have the the fanboy fight club, like, specific one. uh, We don't need to talk about this on here. (laughs) What do you guys think about Roman Reigns? Yeah, right? Roman? (laughs) (laughs) No, hey, did you guys see that he won that uh, that SB? Uh, in the WWE category, yeah. So there's like a WWE category for like best moment or something like that, and he won it for his comeback from leukemia. So Roman Reigns won an SB. Oh, fun! He went up against Becky Lynch and her win at WrestleMania, and Ronda Rousey, um, just being Ronda Rousey. And uh, I didn't, I didn't, wa- thing I didn't watch the SBs, but I guarantee that his award was the main event of the show. <laughs> <laughs> and he probably got booed on his way to the stage. <laughs> oh, I mean, so I've been trying to... Breaking ground and having the first ever women's main event at WrestleMania, you know, all you have to do is recover from cancer and you beat it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> you make it sound like it's so easy to recover from cancer. All right. So before we, uh, before we piss off any cancer survivors, I'm just going to go ahead oh and my close God. the show out. So thank oh you. Oh, my God. This, this might be this our 10th and last episode. It really all might be. This show came oh, off the tracks a long time ago, God. and it literally just ran straight into a wall oh into and blew into some hot I'm fire. Pretty sure, so. I'm pretty sure Mike is gone again. All right, good. That's good. He's gone. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, oh we'll, we'll just say I. We'll just say. Well, I hey, now that he's off, why don't you and I just we'll start a side podcast? You know, so right. All right. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it. We'll call it talking wrestling without Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we just need to go ahead and just re-record this entire episode without him. Oh my god! We'll All just... right. <laughs> well, let me at least hit us up with the tagline. Uh, so basically. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, remember to be a fan, or always be a fan, and remember to live your gimmick. I even fucked that up. The show's oh over. Oh Good night, God. everybody. Good night. <laughs>